Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Jesus, as a church family, we want to say thank you for all that you have done. We look back and we say, look what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in our eyes. As we look into the future, we're excited about the things that you want to do. You're calling us to pioneer again, to do the things we did at first, so that you can continue to write history through us. Lord, we ask that as we turn to your word, will you speak to us? Change us by the power of your word. For your glory, for your honor, in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says... Amen and amen. Well, in your Bibles, we turn to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 to 3. Our theme this year as Watoto Church is Pioneer Again. I want us to shout it out as loud as you can. Pioneer again. Together, Pioneer Again. That is our theme. God is calling us to Pioneer Again. And our theme text is Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 to 3. This is what it says. Therefore... Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, and those witnesses are found in Hebrews chapter 11, men and women of faith who pioneered a great work for God in their day. The Bible says, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. How? Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter, of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3, very important. Consider him who endured, who? Jesus, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In other words, look to the example of Christ, the pioneer and perfecter, and that as you run your race, that he has marked out for you with perseverance, you will not give up. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been taking time to understand our theme, Pioneer Again. And Pastor Julius helped us understand that in order for us to pioneer again, God is saying, rekindle your passion for Jesus. Pioneer again in your relationship with God. Go back to the place of your first love. Is Jesus your first love? But we must also rekindle our passion for God's work. God is surely in this place here at Watodo Church. And God is saying, let us dig deeper. Let us dig deeper. Let's go further in our commitment to what God is doing here. And then we're reminded that we must rekindle our passion for God's purpose in our lives. You don't have to stop living. Jesus came to give us life and life to the full. Pursue God's purpose for your life. And then last week, Pastor Julius once again spoke to us about breaking camp. If we're going to pioneer again, if we're going to do a work for God in our day and leave a mark for Jesus that cannot be erased, we must break camp. In other words, we cannot settle. We cannot be satisfied. We need to break camp and keep moving forward. But to break camp, you must throw off the sin that so easily entangles. We must walk right before God. We must throw off the weights that slow us down. God has a race marked out for us. Let us throw off anything that slows us down. 
The other thing we must do is we must run with perseverance. We should not give up. Why? God has called us to do some incredible things. Do not give up. Then finally, fix your eyes on Jesus. Why? Jesus is the supreme example. He ran his race. He finished it. He seated at the right hand of the Father. He endured great persecution, but Jesus was honored by God. God wants to do something so special here at Watoto Church. God wants to do something special in your family. God wants to do something special in your school. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Well, today I want to talk to you about a pioneering spirit. See, if we're going to pioneer again, we have to have a different spirit. We have to have a different mindset. Our attitude must be different. I want to talk to you about a pioneering spirit. To pioneer is to take part in the beginning of a thing. To initiate. But sometimes when you're pioneering, God is calling you to do something new. Something you haven't done before. But to pioneer also is to lead the way. Trailblaze, set a new path. God wants to do new things in a new way. God wants to perform new miracles right here at Watoto Church. And God is asking us to step out and lead, to not remain in the shadows, but to come out and say, Jesus, we are committed to all you want to do, and then give it our very best. God wants us to lead the way. He wants us to show the world what it means to really follow and to serve Jesus. To pioneer is to venture into unknown and unclaimed territory. God is calling you to step into places you've never stepped before. To pioneer is to be the first to open or prepare a way. And some of you are pioneers in your family. God is calling you to finish your education excellently. No one in your family has finished university before. You are a pioneer. God is asking you to pioneer again in your marriage. It might be running stale. God is saying, do the things you did at first. Pick up what is dead. Start something new. Breathe life into something that is weak. God wants us to pioneer again. And of course, our story here at Watoto is a blessing. It's one we can learn from. Our founders, Pastors Gary and Marilyn, we call them dad and mom, have pioneered a great work here in Uganda. Over 39 years ago, God spoke to them so clearly. He said, Go to Uganda, downtown Kampala, plant an English-speaking church in the heart of the city of Kampala. And through that church, if you're faithful, I want to do something through that local church that the world will hear about. Watoto Church, we can stand here and say, look what the Lord has done. Jesus is worthy of praise. Come on, let's clap our hands and celebrate him for what he has done. More than 30,000 people call Watoto Church home. Hundreds of thousands of lives transformed by the power of his love. More than 5,000 little boys and girls whose lives have been transformed as they've been rescued from some of life's most difficult situations. More than 6,000 women through a neighborhood ministry who have been given a chance at life again. God has done incredible things. And guess what? The best is yet to come. Our best days are ahead of us. And so God is calling us to dig in again. The generation pioneered something amazing. We're standing on the shoulders of giants of faith. Who believed God and did a great work in their day. Guess what? God is saying, I want you, you, you and you to pioneer again. God wants us to pioneer a great work for him in our day. When you look at Hebrews chapter 11, so many stories of men and women of faith. Think about Noah. God called him to build an ark. God wanted to wipe out a 
sinful generation and start something brand new with Noah, a people that would honor God. Think about Moses. Moses had to walk away from Pharaoh's palace. At the back end of the desert, God calls him and he called him to be a deliverer of the nation of Israel from Egypt and he was going to lead them to the promised land. He was going to start something brand new with them. They would be his people and he was going to use them as a nation to take that blessing to the rest of the world and all the nations would get to know God through them. God was pioneering something through Moses. Today we want to take time and learn from Abraham. We call him Father Abraham because he's the father of faith. And there's four things about Abraham that we want to learn when it comes to a pioneering spirit. Four things. One, those who have a pioneering spirit have a clear call from God. Those who carry a pioneering spirit step out in faith. Those who have a pioneering spirit are willing to pay a price. And those who have a pioneering spirit live for the glory of God. So let's talk about them. Those with a pioneering spirit have a clear call from God. Abraham chapter, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, God calls Abraham. The Bible tells us, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you'll be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. People who have a pioneering spirit carry a clear call from God. And you know what? Vision comes from God. It's not just us getting and constructing something. We get down on our knees and we say, God, open my eyes to see why you placed me here on the earth. And you know what? God has a beautiful purpose for every single one of your lives. And God wants to show you. God wants to help you discover why he placed you here. You know, another word you can use for a clear call from God is a burden. There is something that God has placed on your heart. And for some of you, it might be in the area of education. Maybe in the area of politics or health. Some of you want to do something in the media, arts and entertainment. You want to pioneer something fresh. You want to do something new. God has laid it on your heart. God has given you a burden. We also call it a vision. God's preferred picture for your future. That produces a passion on the inside of you. So that when you get up in the morning, you don't say, oh God. You get up in the morning, you say, oh God. Another opportunity to leave a mark for you today. It gets your blood boiling. God gives you that picture of his preferred future for you that produces a passion on the inside of you. You cannot wait but to step into the day and do what God has called you to do. You know, here at Watoro Church, we have a very clear vision. I want you to turn to your neighbor. I want you to look at them in the blackest spot of their eye or the brownest spot of their eye. No one's smiling. I want you to say the vision. Together, let's go. We are an English-speaking cell-based community church celebrating Christ, growing and multiplying as each one reaches one, touching those around us with the love of Jesus, bringing healing to the cities and the nation. That is our vision. And it's a clear call from God that God gave to Gary. And over the last 39 years, they have led us amazingly well. All they've done is pursue the vision that Jesus gave to them. And you know what? God is calling us as a generation to stand on their shoulders and pioneer again and go for it again and chase after all that God has called us to be. It is not time to slow down. It is time to pioneer again. God wants to do something so significant in our generation. And he's given us a vision. Do you have a vision for your life? Do you have a vision for your family? 
For that business, do you have a vision? Your career, do you have a vision? If you don't have a vision, get down on your knees and say, Jesus, show me. And he's going to show you. He's going to speak to you in specific ways. And then write it down. Make it really plain. Pray about it and then begin to go for it. People with a pioneering spirit not only have a clear call from God, they step out in faith. Think about Abraham. Abraham had to follow a God he had never seen. God spoke to him and said, leave your country, leave your people, follow me. I'm going to take you to a place that I will show you. And Abraham did. God promised Abraham a son because he wanted to make him a father of many nations and he would bless him with many descendants. The only problem is that Abraham and his wife Sarah were not able to have children. But I love what the Bible says about Abraham. Romans chapter 4 and verse 18 to 21 says that even though there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about the age of 100, he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced, he was fully persuaded that God is able to do whatever he promises. Listen, if God said it, he will do it. People who carry a pioneering spirit are people of action. They step out in faith. They don't wait to get all the ducks in line. They know God has spoken and they step out into the waters. They don't wait for the water to part. They get into the water and then God begins to part the waters. What is faith? We said it before. Faith is a strong belief in our supernatural God. We put our faith in the one for whom nothing is impossible. We step out and you say, God, you've called me. God, you've laid it on my heart. You've planted me here. I'm going to step out and do what you've called me to do. Hebrews chapter 11 helps us understand what faith is. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. In other words, when you're a man and woman of faith that wants to pioneer, you see with the eyes of faith. You see with the eyes of God. You see things as God sees them. You believe that if God has said it, he will do it. And so you step out and you begin to walk into all that God has called you to be and to do. You know, the enemy of faith is fear. Fear will cripple you. It will slow you down. It will discourage you. Some of you, God has spoken to you about things he wants you to do. But because of fear, you haven't stepped out in faith. Maybe the fear of your past. The fear of failure. The fear of people and their opinions about you. God has not given us a spirit of fear. God wants us to be men and women of faith who are going to believe God. You've called me to the area of politics. I'm going to step out, God, and you're going to begin to part the waters. And I'm going to be your man and I'm going to be your woman in that place. I'm going to be your student in that school. I'm going to be your doctor in the marketplace. I'm going to be your person in that space. God, use me. They step out. They don't slow down. You know, fear 
And you read Numbers chapter 13. Moses sends out some spies to spy the land of Canaan. When they got there, they saw the land was flowing with milk and honey, but they brought back a report. Some of the spies saying, you know what? Yes, the land is flowing with milk and honey, but that land devours whoever goes there, and we are like grasshoppers when we stand against those people. And that report brought fear. But I love Joshua and Caleb who had a different spirit. They said, yes, the land is flowing in milk and honey. There are challenges, there are giants in the land. But because God said he will give us the land, we are going to go and we shall conquer the land. They didn't believe the report of fear. They believed what God said. And guess what? It is Joshua that God used to lead the children of God into the promised land. Don't let fear grip your heart. Someone once said, If you fail 999 times, it is because you're discovering 999 times of not only how to do it, but how to do better. You don't slow down. Fear is false evidence appearing real. You set your eyes on the circumstances that are around you. And you think that actually they're the ones that determine the destiny of what God has called you to know. Choose faith over fear because faith becomes a fantastic adventure in trusting him as you walk with Jesus hand in hand with him. He leads you into his preferred future by faith. You choose to believe that God, what you said will come to pass. Peter was walking on water because Jesus had called him out. They thought it was a ghost. So they said, Jesus, if it is you, call me out. And so he did. He began to walk on water. He came close to Jesus. But then he became afraid. He took his eyes off of Jesus. He began to drown. Jesus grabbed him. You of little faith. I love the story of how one day mom, we call her Auntie Marilyn, had to choose faith over fear. It was a difficult time in Uganda, time of war. And at that time, there was chaos in the city. Thieves banging down doors and people with machetes and guns. It was chaotic. And when they broke in, they would kill you. And she had to make a decision. God, are we going to get out of this place and return home? Or are we going to stay here and persevere in the vision that you've given to us? And in that moment, she sensed God asking her, will you choose faith over fear? And she chose faith. She chose to stay. Friends, look at what God has done. The work at Watoto is truly a work of faith in God. And look at what he has done. I want us to give him a hand clap of praise. Because he is worthy. Some of you today, I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to really trust God. Some of you are waiting for all the conditions to line up. Some of you are afraid that you're going to fail. You haven't even begun. Some of you are worried about what people will think. I want you to rise above that. I want you to choose faith over fear. Trust that nothing is impossible for God to do. If he's done it at Watoto Church, he can do it in your life as well. He can do it in your life as well. Step out in faith. People with a pioneering spirit are willing to pay a price. Because you see, the things that God is going to call us to are not going to be convenient. In fact, they're not going to be simple. 
We need to pay a price. Pioneers say, Jesus, I have crossed the line. Come what may, I am going to go after everything you have in store for me. Can I say this? The road to pioneering again is paved with sacrifice. Let me say it this way. The road to pioneering again is paved with suffering. And that's not a good word that we love to hear. But we need to be a people that believe that if God called you to it, he will see you through it. He will see you through it. We need to learn to pay the price. Abraham had to leave his family behind. At one point, God asked him for Isaac. But he was willing to sacrifice Isaac. Because you see, the price that God is calling you to pay is a test that he wants you to pass. You must pass the test. God is not in the business of handing over things on a silver platter. God wants you to be strong. He wants you to be mature. He wants you to learn to persevere through pain because there's going to be challenges. And we have to learn to pay the price. And it comes at a personal cost. Jesus had to lay down his own life. Are you willing to forego your comfort? Are you willing to kiss what is dearest and best to you goodbye? Are you willing to kiss people goodbye, things goodbye, a career goodbye, simply to do what God has called you to do? Paul the Apostle was a great church planter and he paid the price. He pioneered the great work of God. This is what he says in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-two to 27. Speaking about the other apostles, he says, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I'm out of my mind to talk like this, but I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Nothing significant. That left a mark for Christ was ever built on convenience. We must be willing to pay the price. There's some habits you have to let go of. There's some excuses you cannot make any longer. Listen, God is calling us to pay the price to lay down our lives. Is it a relationship you need to walk away from? In our generosity, let's pay the price. God is a rewarder. In our commitment, come on, you cannot afford to give us an excuse for not being in your cell family. You need to pay that price. Let go of that Wednesday evening. You need to be in a cell family. 
Come on, we're raising the next generation of godly transformational leaders. We need to be the first sponsors before any other church around the world. We must be willing to pay the price. Jesus said, before you start anything, you must count the cost. A rich young ruler came to Jesus. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, sell your possessions. The Bible says he walked away sad. I pray, Watoto Church, that our hearts will not become heavy when God calls us to pay the price. I pray that we will find joy in the sacrifice. Because if God is going to pioneer great work for the next 40, 50, and 100 years, it's going to cost us something. And I refuse, my family and I, we refuse to bring to the Lord a sacrifice that has cost us nothing. We're going to give our all. We're going to give our very best. I want to invite you to do the same. In your own life, pay the price. Come on, in the marketplace, don't compromise. Don't bow down to the pressure and the ways that are not godly out there. Stand to the very end. The Bible says persevere and run the rest that he has marked out for you. The Bible says, Hebrews 12, 3, consider Jesus who endured opposition from sinful men so that you not grow weary and lose heart. In other words, look to the example of Jesus and say, Jesus, you made it. And through you, I can do all things. Finally, those with a pioneering spirit live for God's glory. We must be committed to the glory of God. Can I say this to you? God will not share his glory. God will not share his glory. It must be all about Jesus. Don't get consumed about having your name on the front banner. Everything, your business, your excellence in education, your wonderful marriage and your children should point people to Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. One of the things we've learned from our founders, dad and mom, pastors Gary and Marilyn, is not to seek, to seek our own glory, but rather to do everything for the glory of Jesus. When you go to work, work your very best to the glory of Jesus. When you get married and you have those beautiful children, lead your family to the glory of Jesus. Do everything with excellence. Do it with a servant spirit. Do it in humility. Why? It's for the glory of Jesus. Watoto Church is not a name, it's not a church that is built on the name of an individual. It's built on no other name but the name of Jesus. Why? Why must we be committed to the glory of God? Because Jesus is our true master. Colossians chapter 3 verse 22 to 24 tells us, Born servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. In other words, obey your masters and do it with all of your heart because you want to honor the Lord. And whatever you do, do it heartily with your full heart as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. What other family? Why must we be committed to caring for community? For the glory of Jesus. Because Jesus wants to bring healing. He wants to bring transformation to broken lives, broken communities, broken cities and broken nations. We give our all because we want to lift the name of Jesus higher than any other name. 
if we're going to pioneer again as we're total church and experience a great move of God in our day, we must carry a pioneering spirit. We must run after the call, the vision that God has given to us. We must step out in faith. God wants to do new things in new ways, new miracles. We got to believe God that the impossible can become possible. If we're going to pioneer again, not only shall we step out in faith, we must be willing to pay the price. If it costs us our lives, it costs us our lives. And we must be committed to live for the glory of Jesus. That is a pioneering spirit. And that's who God is calling us to be. Shall we give God praise for his word today? Let's pray together with Toto Church. Jesus, we hear your voice so clearly. You're calling us to pioneer again, to go again, to not slow down, to chase after you and all that you have in store for us. Lord, you want us to carry a pioneering spirit. And today we're saying, here we are, Lord. Do it in our day. Do it again. Lord, I pray for your people. Here today we're saying, Jesus, give me a vision. Lord, I pray right now you begin to just show them what you want them to be and what you want them to do right now in the name of Jesus. I just pray God will you begin to speak to them so clearly, so simply, but so profoundly. I pray that you give them the grace to step out in faith, to be willing to pay that price and to live for your glory. Do it again here at Watoro Church. Do it again in the lives of your people for your glory. With every head bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around. The Bible tells us about Jesus that he endured the cross. Yes, it was shameful to hang on that ugly Roman cross. But Jesus didn't consider it shame. He was willing to die. Why? Because sin had to be punished. The Bible says the punishment for us was laid on Jesus. Today, Jesus invites you, my friend, to put your faith in him and all your sin will be forgiven. God wants to give you a brand new life. God wants to pioneer something beautiful in your life. But you have to make the decision and say, Brian, today's my day. I'm giving my life to Jesus. And then watch what God will do. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You say, Brian, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Lift up your hand. Will you lift up your hand wherever you are? Upstairs, downstairs, church online. Will you just lift up your hand, an emoji of a hand in the comment section, say, I'm giving my heart to Jesus. Lift up your hand, give your heart to Jesus. Jesus loves you so much. He died for you. He wants to do something special in your life. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus sees that hand right over there. God bless you. Right over there, young man. God bless you. Jesus sees that hand. Lift up your hand upstairs, downstairs. Jesus sees that hand in the overflow. Yes, our family online. Will you lift up that hand in the comment section right over there? God bless you, my brother. Jesus sees that hand over there as well. Thank you right over here. Jesus sees that hand. Right over there, my sister. Jesus sees that hand as well. Hands are going up. Thank you right over there, my brother. God bless you, sir. Jesus sees that hand. 
is doing something beautiful in your life today. Right over there, God bless you. Thank you. Jesus sees that hand. Right over there as well, God bless you. Jesus sees that hand. Wow, lift that hand to Jesus. You're not lifting it to anybody. We're lifting it to Jesus and saying, Jesus, here I am. Just lift up that hand to him. Or you might be here and you're saying, Brian, I want to recommit my life to Jesus. Yes, I'd lost my way, but today I'm coming back to Jesus. I recommit my life to him. If that's you, lift up your hand as well. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Recommit your life to him. Leave that life of sin behind you. Begin to chase after Jesus and all that he has in store for you. Our family online is saying, I recommit my life to Jesus. Lift up your hand right there in the comment section. This is the very last call. He said, Brian, I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to surrender my whole life, my whole heart. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Wherever you are. God bless you. Thank you for lifting up your hand. You've lifted up your hand. I want you to pray this prayer after me and mean every word from the bottom of your heart as you make your personal commitment to Jesus. And church, let's all pray together and encourage our friends who are making this commitment to Jesus as loud as you can. Everyone praying, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. I recognize that I am a sinner and I need a savior. Jesus, you are the only savior. Today, I'm asking you to forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean in your precious blood. Give me a brand new life. Jesus, I now receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And from this day, I believe that I'm born again, that I'm a child of God. I will live for you and I will follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Come on, shall we clap our hands and celebrate every miracle of salvation in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watotochurch.com. Hey, hey,